Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey everybody, this your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up Podcast, and we are still in season five. Can you believe it? But it's almost to an end, but we got some great people we're going to be interviewing, and guess what? I have one here with us today. So I want to introduce to you all Terrell Kelly of Terrell Kelly Entertainment. Hey Terrell. Hey, how you doing? I'm good in yourself. How are you feeling on this day? Today I'm feeling great. Thanks for asking. <sighs> we love to feel great, don't we? <laughs> because there's so much going on out here, we don't know how we're going to feel sometimes, right? Yeah, <laughs> So I always ask my podcast guests, what is your definition or meaning of purpose? Of course, because this is purposely bossing up. I would say purpose is just whatever you provide to put out in the atmosphere for yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, as long as you have a strong foundation, uh, you can move forward and do whatever you want after that. Yeah, that foundation is real. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned foundation because even though that's a question later on, but we can get into that now. Like when it comes to foundation, how is your support? Like what does your support system look like? Well, I have a great support team uh, now uh, with my marketing manager, Christopher Weaver, mm -hmm. uh, one of my photographers, Colin Benson. You know, building your own team around you that has the same vision is an important part of trying to be successful. That is absolutely correct. Um, just understanding support, like you said, you have to have the same vision because when it comes to bringing individuals together, if it doesn't align. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because some of us are really nice people. You yeah. know, I'm really I'm a really nice person. And sometimes you wanna give somebody the benefit of a doubt. Yep. It doesn't sometimes work out like that. Yeah. Because like you said, they don't share the same vision. Yep. And of course you can't expect them to see what you see because this is for you personally. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's very important to have your support system on one hundred. Yeah. Everybody on one accord. Everybody has that same mission. Even, you know what? The mission doesn't even have to be the same because your mission is to provide whatever with your entertainment company, but everybody else has their own responsibilities and they can develop their own mission for that. So that's very, very important. You're right. So let's go back a little bit. When growing up, who were those key people, like mentors and role models, who played a huge part in developing who we see today? Well, uh, former Mayor Wilson Good Sr. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, uh, president of the Urban Affairs Coalition, Charmaine Matlock Turner. Mm. Uh, they were very big parts in my early development that mm -hmm. just made me want to just go out and do more, uh, mm. you know, especially for my community, for my people, and then for myself as well. That's awesome. So before you, you know, like you were growing up and you decided, okay, this is what I want to be when I grew up, which was? I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to be when mm. I grew up. Yeah, I had no clue. Um, at 17, I think I was emancipated at that time, and mm -hmm. I started working at a hotel, which I'm still doing now mm -hmm. um, on the side. But uh, at that time, even still, I still had no clue what I wanted to do. I didn't find out until maybe three to four years later that the work that I was already doing in the community mm -hmm. was actually a passion of mine. Oh, wow. Um, and I wanted to make a career out of it, you know, just making sure that other young kids who came from foster care or group home mm. systems had another 
opportunity to have the tools in place because those tools aren't provided to us, right? right? right. Once you come out of the system, that's it, and you just left on your own. But there are a lot of people who mm-hmm. are in these situations who wind up just lost, right? Yeah. Uh, resorting to other mm-hmm. means and methods, uh, which I think that we collectively we can change as a community. Mm-hmm. Mm, so, you know, every time we do an interview, y'all, we just find out more and more information, right? So I see you mentioned foster care. And I actually work in victim services. And I deal with a lot of, especially when we're dealing with the kids in the, in the education system, some of them are in foster care. Can you talk about how that experience may have impacted things that you do today or how you go, may go about business? Well, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that was the biggest thing to understand different personalities. Uh, you didn't really get much of it in the foster care homes, but in the group home setting, mm-hmm. you have 20 to 15 different personalities that mm-hmm. you have to navigate through, which I've now mastered in, mm-hmm. in my adult life. But I would say that's the biggest thing, navigating different personalities, because you never know certain things that you could offend someone, someone, right? You never know how a person may perceive what you're saying. That's right. Right? So you have to adjust your tone, adjust your um, input to try to make it as easy as possible to get your point across without offending the other party. Mm, that's very interesting, though, because I know um, just being in those kind of traumatic situations, you have to figure out, like you said, different people, different personalities, um, who to trust, who to yeah. not oh, trust, yeah. Yeah. and just not feeling like you're not worthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because some people might be in a foster care or, you know, maybe in the process of being adopted and don't know how to really handle that that transition yeah. that transition is really real and it's um it's good to have that support system around to be able to encourage you yeah. and keep you um uplifted yeah. to understand that change is going to come but it's definitely going to be for the better yeah correct mm, this is good y'all <laughs> this is really really good so what made you want to get into entertainment uh so Funny story, at first it was more so me finding a way to sneak out of the group home. <laughs> um, there was uh, the Global Fusion Festival here in Philly, mm-hmm. uh, and I wanted to go, mm-hmm. but I didn't have no money for a ticket. Uh-oh. So I signed up to be a volunteer. Okay. Right? And then I, I'm backstage, I, I'm at, you know, meeting celebrities and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So this is dope. I went back to the group home after that event and said, yo, next year, y'all can just come with me. Right. Oh, you telling the crew. Oh, yeah. At next year, y'all come We're going with me. together. And at that time, um, we just came up with a name. Well, I came up with a name called Lost Stars Entertainment. So okay. I would put that down on the volunteer sheet. Okay. And then during that time, because I already did it the year before, I would show them like, hey, this is what backstage lighting looks like. Right. This is how you set up a production. Mm-hmm. And then I started to realize how they were clicking onto it and more and more people wow. wanted to be involved in that. That's crazy. Um, and then I think uh, once I got out of that group home, Couple years passed, mm-hmm. and I think I'm about 29, right? Mm-hmm. I'm 31 now. So at 29, I was like, man, I should do an entertainment company mm. and gear it towards that, right? Wow. Um, my biggest thing is I've never, there's not a lot of people out there who mm-hmm. really care about the survival of black kids in foster care, right? Mm. We are one of the forgotten people in society, mm-hmm. right? You had these kids and you put them out there and that's it, right? right? You kick them out of the system, they grow up and then that's, that's, that's it. So I wanted to create a space where I can give back to that mm-hmm. and pull those people out of there and give them the tools that they need to survive without asking for money, right? Mm. From, from investors. Yeah. So that's where I said, well, what can I do to use, for, what can I do to use for funding? Right. 
So my creative skills, right? I was mm -hmm. a Philadelphia young playwright at Mead Middle School. Okay. Um, and I said, well, let me write a book. Okay. Um, and then when I looked at different areas of what storylines sell the most, mm -hmm. it was murder mystery, thriller, suspense. Mm -hmm. So I created the opening. Okay. So, so my novel, the opening, which will be coming out at the end of this year. All right. Um, we're gonna, I'm gonna use the proceeds for that to fund what I'm trying to accomplish. That is amazing. That's good stuff. And everything that you're building has purpose. Yeah. You know, I always tell people, whatever you're doing, make sure it has some substance. Yeah. Make sure it has some meaning. Cause if not, it's pointless. Yeah. Like is who does it benefit in yeah. the end? You know yeah. what I mean? Because when we're doing these things, starting business and stuff, it's not for us. Mm -hmm. It's for the people. Yeah. So I am super excited about that. I can't wait for all this to yeah. come out. Y'all better be on the lookout for that. <laughs> yeah. We'll drop details later, yeah. but that's dope. That's super amazing. So what do you feel like may have been your biggest struggle to get where you are today? Trust, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, growing up in foster care and in those environments, you lose a lot of faith in humanity, mm -hmm. right? You lose trust in those that are supposed to be there for you, right. right? To where you have to create your own bonds and your own family to kind of build you back up, right? Mm -hmm. I'm involved in the church a lot. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to the Dream Center in Atlanta. But that would be the, the, the biggest thing uh, that I'm fo focusing on now, okay. right? My team is my immediate team where I've known these individuals for, um, like I said, over 10 years. Mm -hmm. So we all have the same goal. Yeah. Right. They understand what my vision is. Mm -hmm. um, and although they may have their own visions on what they want to accomplish in their own lives. Right. Right. We meet in the middle because it's all going to the same goal. That is decent. That is so mm -hmm. dope. I just love stories like this. Yeah. It kind of make you like sit back and kind of visualize everything from your perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, like what if I was in those shoes? Like, you know, what, what would I have done yeah. to kind of make the situation better? Not just for me. But for other people behind me, because like you said, you was like, I went to this festival. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, listen, I'm a volunteer. I ain't had no bread. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and do what I got to do. Yeah. But next year, yeah. we bringing a whole crew. Yeah. Everybody, y'all come. We're going to be a fake company. You know <laughs> what I mean? Exactly and we're going to write it on a volunteer list. But that is decent. You know, still providing opportunity. Even at that age, you yeah. were providing opportunity. So he know what he's doing, y'all. He know what he's doing. So let's talk about success. What does success look like to you? Uh, and what do you feel may have been your biggest success to date? Uh, for me, success, um, a lot of people would associate that with monetary value, mm -hmm. right? But success to me now is comfortability and happiness, right? Mm -hmm. Where I am in a space where I don't have to want for anything, really, mm -hmm. right? I've been in my career for the past 14 years, and mm -hmm. that stream of revenue has been used to do what I really love, right? Passionate for it, which is mentoring and grooming the next generation. In the 14 years, I've already mentored and trained over 250 wow. youth coming out of foster care and um, products That's of their amazing. environment, um, getting them involved in hospitality. Mm -hmm. So if I couldn't do it on the entertainment side, right. I was doing it on the side of, hey, here's a career, here's a career path, I'll get you ready for it, mm -hmm. and then you thrive from there. Mm. I like that. Yeah. That is decent. He is popping, y'all. <laughs> that is so amazing. And he's just changing lives every day. Yeah. That's the fun part, right? Yeah. It's nothing to, to keep your experiences to yourself, right? Or keep the skills and knowledge that you've learned mm -hmm. over the years to yourself when you have a whole other group of people who just need that insight to be successful right. for themselves. Yeah. 
So you're a writer, soon to be published author. Give me your top three books, like must reads. Okay, must reads would be the autobi- autobiography of Malcolm X. Okay, um, that's at the top of my list. Top, tip top. Uh, the second would be Fifty Kurt- Curtis Jackson's autobiography, mm. which was uh, that one kind of struck that nerve mm-hmm. to let me know that. Okay, yeah, you've been through some stuff, mm-hmm. right? But how do you change it, right? Right. Uh, and and apply that same method that you use to survive in the real world mm-hmm. in corporate America. So that was a good book for me. And then the third would be mine, The Opening. I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so good because I'm glad you mentioned um, 50 Cent. Because I don't know if you got to see the interview. Because you know now Mary J. Blige has her own little show uh, now. Yeah. And um, he was interviewed just last week. And it was a really good interview because nobody really gets to see 50, like, sit down and have, like, a real-life interview. Right. And it was good that it wasn't, like, it was still a professional interview, but it was with his homegirl. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So he came out and talked about a lot of stuff, but she also gave him the claps that he deserved mm-hmm. for, you know, having that upbringing and yeah. being in the streets and all the other stuff, but then turning that around and now providing opportunity yeah. for people. Because like she said, a lot of people didn't know, like, she was a good actress mm-hmm. or you know what I mean like he get to see things from a different perspective and be like you know what you should do this or you should do that and then she was just like I felt like I just had to I felt like he bullied me yeah. to go ahead and do this show and, and look at her now you yeah. know what I mean yeah. so you know music eventually I'm not gonna say dies down but it dies down right. you know I'm not trying to be making no albums at 50 no more right. so <laughs> then you know he like I'm going to just get into this thing. And this man done built the empire. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. an empire. You got 50 shows yeah. on stars. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, you're yeah. doing so much. So, it's definitely a transition, but sometimes the transition is necessary. Yeah. So, who knows what you funny, might be doing later. Funny story about him. My very first time going to New York City, mm-hmm. I had my suitcase, and I'm crossing the street. The light's turning yellow in Manhattan, and I'm taking my time walking. Mm-hmm. And somebody just beeps the horn really hard. Beep, beep, get the out the way. Mm-hmm. And I run across the street so I don't get hit. I look back. It's a rose, white Rolls Royce, top down, is 50 cent. <laughs> he like, like burr, burr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get out the way. Yeah. Don't angle some angry people. Yeah, there. yeah. So I'm, when they I'm mean get out the way, they mean get out the way. Yeah. <laughs> but that is crazy. And who knows? This may even circle back around. Yeah. And y'all might work together. Hey, that'd be a blessing. Who knows from our lips to God's ears, okay? That's right. <laughs> so with all the work that you do in your entertainment company and um, writing, how do you get support back into yourself? Because I'm really big on self-love, self-care. This question comes up a lot, mm-hmm. right? Whether it be in the church or, you know, they say, hey, what, what are you doing for yourself at the time? Mm-hmm. But my motivation in self-care mm-hmm. is literally just that c- caring for other people. Mm. Um, I'm one of them guys, even when I used to go to the clubs with my friends, mm-hmm. as long as everyone else around me is enjoying themselves, mm-hmm. that energy feeds off to me. So now I'm, I'm enjoying myself, right? I get a, I thrive off of um, people taking the knowledge and being successful. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that's, I sleep very good at night. I need your sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I sleep good at night. Unless I, I have a revenue right. call coming up the next day. But other than that, we're good. Listen, but that's good because, like you say, you when you create those circle, that circle of individuals, mm-hmm. they're supposed to feed that, you know, yeah. they, everybody's supposed to have that positive energy. If you got them negative entities around and stuff like that, they got to go. Yep. Because they're not going to enjoy seeing you grow. Yeah. 
you know, they'll they'll fake clap from behind, mm-hmm. but they really technically don't want it to be you because yeah. they're like, well, that's my friend, and I know that if let's say you end up getting going to the Oscars because you're being nominated for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're going to get bougie and they're going to get new friends and yada, yada, yada. But everybody can't go with yeah. you. And I think people forget that, yeah. you know, like you can't, I mean, as much as we want to bring everybody along, we can't, it's just mm-hmm. too much to carry because then we won't have room for new people. Yeah. So that circle of friends is definitely very, very important, but also know where to put your friends. Yeah. Like, you know, like you said, you might got your go out club friends, but you know, everybody that's the go out club friends <laughs> may not be the networking event right. friends. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? You got to know where to place them, but exactly. child, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> that is definitely a whole nother conversation. If you could give a piece of advice to your younger self, matter of fact, I'm going to switch it up. Not if you can give a piece of advice to your younger self. If you can tell your younger self something that you're doing now to look out for what would you tell them? That's a hard one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't, I think you stumped me there. I was on a roll. Uh, I, w- I think, honestly, I would say to just look out for individuals, right, mm-hmm. uh, who seem to have your best interests, mm-hmm. right? Play everybody closely, right? Mm. Because if you do, you'll spot certain situations or mm-hmm. things that you can, that can be avoided, right? right. Um, I think that a lot of the troubles that I've been through in my younger years could have mm-hmm. been avoided mm. if, you know, I would have taken the time to actually figure right. out what people's motives were. Yeah. That's a good one. That's really a good one. And that can be applied to your adult life yeah. and your younger life. Yeah. Yeah. That's the good part about that. Like, whoo. And it's hard because some people wear so many masks yeah. and you really can't tell mm-hmm who's real and who's not yeah. until you're in a situation and now you have to decide. Yep. <laughs> Why do it have to be this way? <laughs> I wish you could just kind of, like some people you can really just sell off the off the top. Like, yeah. oh, I cannot bang with this person. This person is bad business, yada, yada, yada. But sometimes you can be hanging around this person for years. And you never know. Oh, Jesus. Got to make it easier. It has to be an easier process. Yeah, but it's, it's actually a, a, a learning experience. Yes, absolutely. Because once that individual reveals themselves, mm-hmm. you know, you now have the blueprint yes. of what that looks like, right? Mm-hmm. So you can move, move right the next time. That's right. That is so right. So what can we expect from you and your brands coming up? Whatever you're allowed to say. Okay, so I do know that um, we will be at the Roots Picnic. Okay. Um, on the podcast stage. Okay. Uh, awesome. Yeah, and then uh, we are preparing for the launch of the opening at the end of this year. Okay. We haven't narrowed down the date just yet. Okay. But right now we're just on a promotional tour, mm-hmm. trying to uh, introduce myself mm-hmm. to people, right? Which would be the first time I'm doing something like this mm-hmm. to get them excited about the yes. novel, right? Mm-hmm. Because once, like I said before. Most people aren't excited to help other people. That's right. right. So I want you to get excited about the novel because it's a great piece. Yes. Right. And if it's a great piece, that's what that's coming from. Yeah, that's what I can, I can touch on right now. Okay. Okay. And how can everybody stay in contact with you and keep up with everything that you're doing? Well, we're on Instagram, um, TKE LLC. Okay. Uh, that's the Instagram page. I haven't launched any other pages yet. Okay. Um, only because. Every, that's so hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard. fine. Yeah. One is enough. Yeah. <laughs> Trust yeah. me. <laughs> so anything that's that we're doing, um, you can find it there on TKELLC on Instagram. Perfect. So before we go, can you give our viewers and listeners a piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but also in life? Focus on yourself. 
you know, follow your own dreams. Don't let anyone sit back and tell you that what you're trying to do doesn't work for you, right? Because you make your own destiny. Mm. Well, Terrell, you were such an honor being here today. I wish you much success on everything that you're doing. Um, I know you're going to keep us updated so I can keep my audience updated with all that you're doing. Um, So be on the lookout for the opening, which is going to be at the end of this year. If you're going to be at the Roots Picnic, make sure you stop past the podcast stage and check them out. Make sure you take a selfie and then tag all of us in it. Say you was there, right? And with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. See y'all. Ain't nothing to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. One. Ain't nothing to it.